because the way you treat yourself sets the standard for how other people are going to treat you. You're listening to Confidently She. You don't have to act like you have it all together because every single one of us is a work in progress. But that doesn't mean we can't take credit for what we're good at and enjoy ourselves in the process. Every episode reminds you to stay different, rest well, and most importantly, drink some water. Welcome to the show. Fun fact, Rebecca edition. Fun fact about me, did you know that when I first moved to LA, my roommate and I wrote a parody song about a guy she was dating to help her get over the whole experience. And we had it produced and it's called Losers in the USA, a parody of Party in the USA. And it is dope. It is not the country song that Miley Cyrus wrote. It is a hilarious parody that's set to like this trap beat that's so awesome. And the reason I bring that up is because later I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite artists. She's not a new artist, but she like reinvented herself and then she was new to me and she is a queen. Literally, that's part of her artist name. The queen. But before I give that all away, let's pick apart why I refer to you as a queen, why I think of myself as a queen, and what this queen royalty mindset does when you come up against things in your life that aren't good for you. Things in your life that you're settling for, things that you shouldn't be tolerating, because as women, this happens to us all the time. Because of the cultural conditioning and the context that we are all used to seeing women in, we have developed this mindset of oppression. We've developed a mindset where we should be thankful that we're getting any type of appreciation or love or attention or validation because we usually see women in the context of being criticized of being belittled, talked down to. So I tried to come up with an analogy because you know how much I love analogies. I tried to come up with an analogy of a mindset that I could quickly shift myself into to remind myself how I deserve to treat myself because the way you treat yourself sets the standard for how other people are going to treat you. And there's a certain point in your life where you get to start accepting or rejecting certain people in your life. When you're growing up, you've got your siblings, you've got your parents, you've got whoever. You don't really have control over who you're living with, who you see every single day. But once you move out of the house, you are in control of your influences and you get to decide, no, If this person treats me this way, I am no longer going to interact with them. That's not how I deserve to be treated. And the way you know how you deserve to be treated is by the mindset you have. We all deserve to be loved and appreciated. Loved and appreciated. And the more you grow as a woman, 
the more aware you become of your own conditioning, the reasons why you are afraid of the things you're afraid of, the reasons why you don't trust people or you trust people way too much, all of that is going to start to come to the surface and you're going to have to work through that and you get to make some choices about what type of behavior am I going to allow And what am I going to allow to influence how I see myself? So the word that I came up with, well, not not like I invented it, but the word that I decided to go with was a queen for a few reasons. And we're going to get into that. By the end of this episode, you will understand why seeing yourself as a queen is actually a humble form of confidence. It's not an arrogant form of confidence. And it's a really good way to keep yourself in check. And then we're going to cover the three different qualities of a confident queen. That is you. Or if it's not you right now, it's going to be. Trust me. So hang tight. I'm going to teach you how to be a queen. And we're all going to get through this together. Okay. So right off the bat, queens do what they want. Right? Queens don't go around asking for permission before they do something. They might get advice. They might seek input before doing something. But ultimately, it's their call. They get to decide what they're going to do. They are independent. Queens don't go around seeking validation from other people because they know it's part of their identity that I have a status that is worthy of respect. A queen doesn't go out looking for attention from just any dude who will give it to her. A queen is all good by herself unless she decides or until she decides to be with a king. So this is this mindset of you don't settle for things that are beneath you. And it's not to say that certain people will always be beneath you. This is how people choose to treat you, how people choose to act. That is what dictates whether they are on your level or not. It's not the actual intrinsic, like, this person has less worth than me because I'm a queen. It's like, no, you are not treating me the way that I deserve to be treated. And so that means you're not at my level. And I'm not going to entertain the idea of you in my life. Think of applying that concept to past relationships that you have been in and how powerful that would have been, how much time that would have saved you. Queens are also not surrounded by dozens and dozens of people, dozens of friends. Absolutely not. They have a core circle of people they trust and everyone else is kind of at a distance because once you are at that level you realize not everyone is there and you're not going to share things with everyone. You carry yourself with a level of poise and dignity and respect and nothing that you do is going to take away or ruin your title that is your birthright. That's the cool thing about a queen. That's why I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, you know, you're a boss. You're a boss bitch. No, no, because I mean, I could get into a whole different episode unpacking the term bitch 
and how women have kind of reclaimed that insult as a powerful form of their identity. But being a boss is more of a ego-driven form of confidence, in my opinion. It's more ego-driven. Because if you think about it, the best queens seek to serve their people. They don't seek to be validated and praised by their people. They seek to serve them. There's a humility to respecting the title that you carry. And so when you see yourself as a queen of your little kingdom that is your life, you actually seek to serve other people. You are so confident and self-assured in who you are and your status that you can go out and try to elevate other people's lives. You're so confident in who you are, you're not thinking about who you are anymore. You're focused outward because you've done the inner work. You've realized that you have worth, you trust yourself, and because of that, you have independence. And those are the three terms, the three character traits of a confident queen that all play off of each other and feed into each other as you grow and expand and develop in your confidence and your identity. When you trust yourself, you feel more comfortable being independent, right? When you're independent, you have a stronger sense of worth because you're seeing how, hey, I'm actually able to do things I don't need other people to be doing everything for me or making all my decisions for me. I'm doing shit. So you start to feel like you have more worth. And the more worth you feel like you have, the more you trust yourself to make those decisions, the more independent you become. And around and around it goes until you keep growing into this strong, confident, but still very feminine woman. Something to remember is that a queen is at her best when she is fully taken care of. A queen is at her best when she is at her full capacity to serve and to give. And you can't do that unless you are serving and giving to yourself. Did you know there is a book in the Old Testament called Esther? And I was reading this book in the Old Testament and there was a part where all these women were being pampered and then presented to the king or whoever. And after they were all presented, he was going to choose who would be his queen. And I kid you not, it said that Esther went through a full year of beauty treatments and pampering before she was presented to this king. A full year. Like if we're talking about queens from back when there were like legit queens, not to say that there aren't legit queens, but you know what I mean? They took this shit seriously. Like one full year. Oh, you want to see the king? You want to try to be the next queen? We are going to put all of these women through a year's worth of beauty treatments and relaxation and facials and massages and oils and lotions to make sure that they are rested and pampered and ready to be presented to the king 
so that they might be worthy of being the next queen. So imagine this. Let's say you get chosen to be the queen. You think that those beauty treatments and everything is just going to stop? No. Because now that you've been chosen as the queen, you're going to be treated like a queen. People are going to respect you. They are going to value you. Even if they don't like you, they're going to respect you because of your status, because of who you are. I couldn't believe that. I, I was reading that book in the Old Testament to do some research about queens and to just get some inspiration and whatever. And I just couldn't believe that. It was like a full year, if not two. I don't, I don't remember the details, but I remember it was like a long time of all beauty treatments. So if you are going to treat yourself like a queen, you got to start using the fancy lotion, my guy. <laughs> start using the good stuff, okay? Upgrade your perfume. Upgrade your beauty products. Just like do it because that's what queens do. No one wants a run-down, tired, neglected queen. Those are the queens that start doing weird shit. But if you care for yourself, you're going to be in the mindset of the queen who is showing up in full service to her people. And that's what we're about, right? That's what we want. Queens don't sit at home worrying about whether or not people like them. I don't know if you watched The Crown. If you haven't, I highly recommend. But in the series, the Netflix series, The Crown, there were a few rather unattractive moments when the queen was doubting herself and when the queen made decisions based off of insecurity or competition or comparison and it wasn't fitting for her role. It was like, ooh, girl, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? Do you know who you are? You're actually better than the people you're trying to compete with. You're a freaking queen. But she got too caught up in what people thought that she forgot who she was. We do that all the time. We get so caught up in what people are going to think about who we are that we forget who we are. If you want the relationship you have with your body to change... Go to bodyconfidencequiz.com, take the free quiz, and figure out which step you're on in the Body Confidence Playbook. This is the exact path that I took to become more comfortable in my body, more confident in my body, to enjoy my body more, express myself more, be more connected. It is everything. So if you want the relationship you have with your body to change, go to bodyconfidencequiz.com and get started. R. It is your birthright to be loved and appreciated and respected and honored. That is your birthright as a human being. And there are going to be people out there who do not love, honor, and respect or appreciate you. And it's up to you to decide if you're going to hang around that energy or not. But when you do find someone to have in that inner circle that I talked about before, you don't constantly crave and seek that validation when you have the core confidence that that trust and self-worth and independence builds. You don't seek it because you have this deep 
inner knowing of who you are. But when someone compliments you on who you are, you don't feel uncomfortable vocalizing your appreciation for that. When you believe something to be true about yourself and someone compliments you on it, it doesn't make you uncomfortable. It, it's almost like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yes, of course. But because women and in our culture are always in the context of this negative lens, there's just a negative lens that culture views women through. And I'm not going to get into all the details in this episode, but through this lens, we have been taught to see ourselves that way. And we have been taught that believing good things about ourselves is arrogant. But queens don't do that. They also, good queens don't go around telling everyone how great they are either. They just, they have this presence about them, this deep sense of knowing. Queens value themselves even if they're disrespected. Because you know who you are. Queens don't allow themselves to get flustered if someone who doesn't get it insults them. But they are open to being a better leader. There was another part in The Crown where someone was outwardly critical of the monarchy and of the queen. And rather than being offended by this person and what they were saying, the queen actually took advice from them because true, humble leaders want to be informed as they're making decisions for their people. And for you and for me, the people in our life are literally that, the people in our life. We don't have subjects that we rule over, obviously, but everyone in our life is part of that. So when you think about those three qualities, independence, trust in yourself, and your worth, if you culminate and embody all three of those to the fullest, that is what it looks and feels like to live and to have the perspective of a queen. You're not trying to prove anything to anyone. You're not seeking validation from anyone. You're open to appreciating any compliments and validation you get, but you're also equally open to feedback. And ultimately, that peace and sense of knowing and that queen mindset will protect you from people who want to mess with your energy, who want to keep you small so that they're not reminded of their lack of growth. Because it's all, it's all about growth. It's not that some people were destined for certain things and other people weren't. We all start with the same seed. We all start with the same raw materials. And we all have the opportunity to turn those raw materials into something amazing. But some people want to sit there and look at those, those materials and say, I don't have what that person has. You know, I'm sitting here with eggs and butter and rotten bananas and I don't want to eat any of this. 
but Rebecca's over there with a loaf of banana bread and that looks really great. This must not be fair. (laughs) Well, Rebecca turned those ingredients into delicious banana bread, which I do make delicious banana bread, by the way. It's amazing. I've gotten several compliments on it. But we all start with the same ingredients. It's just up to us to decide what are you going to make with it? And there are people who want to sit there and complain about the ingredients that they have. And they're going to try to keep you small. They're going to try to stop you from making something amazing with what you have. They're going to make you doubt yourself along the way. Don't let them. Trust in yourself. Find opportunities to be independent, even if you don't have to be. You always need to keep building that independence muscle. And then as you do that, you will start to realize how much worth and value you have because you'll see what you're capable of doing. That was one part of watching this series unfold that the queen starts to see herself as a queen. She starts to act like one. She doesn't do it all perfectly, but she starts to act like one. And you're really rooting for her because you're like, dude, you've got the title. You've got the crown. Now wear it like it's yours. And that's the same message I have for you. You've got the birthright. You've got the title. You've got the crown. Pick it up. Put it on your head and wear it like it's yours. So keep that queen mindset when bullshit tries to mess with your energy. If it's something that's really opening up for you, like you're terrified of even seeing yourself in this way, but you know that this is true about you, send me an email. Get in touch with me to see if I have coaching spots available because I just might, you know, I just might. So that's what I have for you. This is why I call you a queen. This is why I think of myself as a queen. And if you want some queen energy in your life, go on Spotify and check out Queen Herbie. This woman, my God, she is a rapper. She is an artist. She is amazing. She has a a makeup line that is dope. And I'm obsessed with her. So if you want a fangirl for another queen, get some vibes in your life with Queen Herbie. That's what I have for you for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon. Hey, everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you. And I will see you again in another episode.